Hey there, everybody. How you doing today? Happy Thursday. Hope you are doing well. Welcome to Cooped Up Live. Shit, I say daily broadcast about just whatever's popping into my head. While we are waiting on folks to join coopedup.com as my website, you can visit that anytime. I sporadically post content there. I sporadically email it out. So if you'll sign up for the email um, alerts too, you can just talk to me in all different ways. Um, I'm Cooped Up is my handle in all the social places. Would love a follow, particularly if you're on the Instagrams. And wherever you watch or listen to this, this is on Facebook Live, both on my Cooped Up page, which you should follow if you are not following it yet, my personal profile and uh, YouTube Live, and then rebroadcast in audio format and all the major podcasting platforms. So click the bell, subscribe button, whatever it is so that you always know when I have posted new stuff. Hey, Mama, how are you today? Hope you're doing well. Um, <clears throat> it's colder in Texas or in Dallas than I expected today. I got dressed. I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt. Um, check out these sassy pants. I don't know if you can see the pattern on them, but yes. Um, so I was a little sassy today. If you're listening on the podcast. I'm wearing some very, very loud um, plaid pants at the moment from the Trina Turk's men's line, Mr. Turk. So, um, but I left the house um, and I was wearing um, some uh, mules shoes without socks. And got to work and realized I'm going to freeze to death today if I do not change clothes or put some more on. So I ended up coming home and putting some real shoes on with socks. Um, and I still forgot a jacket. But we have to leave the house later. So I get to spend my evening this evening with um, a bunch of 6th uh, through 8th graders. We're going to the Dallas County Private School Spelling Bee to support um, Mason's best friend, Isabella who is competing in the spelling bee tonight. It starts at six. Fortunately, it's close to the house. Um, funny enough, Mason competed on behalf of our school. So it's fifth through eighth graders. And randomly, uh, three, four years ago, whenever it was, whatever the math is on that, Mason won in the fifth grade to represent the Kessler School. And so we went and he got knocked out on the second word. Uh, still remembers to this day, it was doctrinaire. I don't even know what that means, but... And uh, got kicked out in the second word. He started crying. I then, of course, started crying in the audience. And um, it was fine. Though. We didn't expect him to, to do all that well. He's in the fifth grade and it, competing against eighth, eighth graders. And it turns out that the eighth grader who won at the Dallas County B is um, the kid who won the Scripps National Spelling B, like the whole kit and caboodle nationally. So he uh, really didn't have a chance. Um but hopefully tonight, Isabella does a little bit better than that. Um, and um, so, yeah, so that's going to be my evening. No booze involved in that. So maybe it'll be real fast so I can come home a little bit. Hey, Stu, how are you doing? Um, hope you're doing well. The uh, Anyway, but the today I have mostly been noticing things in the news or hearing about things or just thinking about like, the TV shows and movies that I have watched recently or that I'm excited that are coming up, just like in conversations and such. So I thought that would be a good topic for today or, well, some of the topics. I got a couple of things on here. But um, the first thing that I saw this morning in the news uh, that is coming up is Netflix is releasing a multi-part series, like a docu-series about that Malaysia Airlines flight. Is it flight? like 307, 502, whatever. I don't remember what it is. But this is the airplane that took off um, 
in Southeast Asia and it just disappeared. And they don't know where it went. They've randomly found parts to it in the Indian Ocean. So they do think it flew back over the Indian Ocean, but it fell off a radar. They do not know if it was like sabotage, if it was suicide, if it was a malfunction, if it was terrorism, anything. They don't know. Well, so far, they've not told us what they know. But Netflix is coming out with a docu-series on it. And, um, and it's going to explore a lot of different theories about it and the things that support that. And um, I'm very interested in that. Todd, especially, I actually text, took a screenshot and texted it to Todd because Todd is upset, was obsessed. I don't know if he still is, but he was watching because remember CNN had like round the clock coverage of this flight and every update and all that kind of stuff. Todd was obsessed with it. It was like must see television for him. So um, I think that comes out in early March. I'm very excited about that. We, um, so Todd loves watching movies about plane crashes. Um, and he particularly loves watching them right before we go on a plane. And I finally had to tell him, I was like, Todd, if you watch these with the kids around, that is on you. That is your responsibility. I am going to have no part in dealing with a, an anxiety-ridden child. If you're watching a movie, just like don't watch Jaws before you go to the beach. Right? What else should you not watch before doing something else? Anyway. Feel free to comment away, by the way, if you're watching. And again, this is on my Facebook personally, my Facebook page cooped up, as well as YouTube Live. So sometimes if you see comments and you don't see them, but I post them on the screen, it's because people are watching at different places. So um, here is one that I'm excited about coming out, though. I saw today that they have officially announced that uh, they are making a sequel to I Am Legend. Um you know, here's the funny thing. I actually don't like zombie TV shows very much or movies. I don't like, I say I don't like sci-fi, but then I loved Avatar. I love Black Panther. I don't like most of the superhero movies that much. Well, I don't dislike any of them. I just don't seek them out. But I Am Legend, for some reason, I love that movie. I, I just do. It's just, I don't know if it's a little twist on surviving and, uh, kind of New York City and nature taking back over or whatever. But the um, I Am Legend 2, the one, it has Will Smith in it. Uh, and then they're putting Michael B. Jordan in it, who, oh my God, Michael B. Jordan. Let's just pause for a moment and have a picture of that in our minds. Yes, I love him. He's also in Black Panther, which is possibly why I love that movie so much too. He is so fine. But the, um, so I Am Legend 2 is going to, Fast forward, similar to The Last of Us, it's going to fast forward like 20 or 30 years into the future after the, the zombie people took over. And, and uh, if you remember in I Am Legend, it was a cure for cancer that actually caused people to turn into these zombie things. They're called like hemocytes or something like that. I, I can't remember what they're actually called. But basically it was they they sprayed like napalm they sprayed this cancer drug all over everybody and for most people it turned them into well I, I don't know if it was for most people but for a lot of people it turned them into these hemocytes i think that that's the right word i'm just gonna go with it um they turned them into these things and then they started like eating people terrorizing people attacking people but they would not they could not be in the sun they could be in shadows but they could not be in the sun and for some reason, uh, Will Smith's character is immune 
to the thing. Like he, his blood can help cure it. And so he's helping, he's a scientist and he's trying to figure it out. Um, the interesting thing though, and actually, I think I was just talking about this here on the broadcast a couple of weeks ago, if not more recently than that, that I Am Legend is one of those, I remember talking about, because we were talking about Netflix and that used to get DVDs of movies and they would sometimes have alternate endings on them. And that was like, I was obsessed with watching all the behind the scenes footage and alternate endings and director's cuts and stuff. Well, I Am Legend is one of those movies that has an alternate ending. The ending that, um, the ending that they ended up using in the movie is not how they're going to start the, the new one. So they are using the alternate ending and I'll explain what that is. The alternate ending for for the sequel, they're going to pretend it didn't end the way it did, and they're going to use the alternate ending as the starting point for the sequel. So I don't know how they're going to explain that, other than maybe just talking about it um, or whatever. But in the in the actual movie, the ending was, and no spoiler alerts here because it's such an old fucking movie. If you've seen it, you know it. If you haven't seen it, then it's not my fault. The uh, uh, in the movie, the what the version that they released in theaters, the ending of the movie is that all of those um, creatures, the hemocytes, again, I don't know if that's what they're called, but we're going to stick with it. The hemocytes are attacking him, and he's got that woman and child who he was giving safe harbor to, but then they did something wrong, and that's how all of those people, the hemocytes, knew that they were in there, in his lab. And so they go in and they start attacking him. And at the end of the movie, the way they released it, he gives them, he gives the, the, the woman the cure. And then they run off to like a survivor colony and he distracts the hemocytes so that he can, they can get away. And then he blows himself up with a grenade and kills all of them, right? He kills himself and kills all of the ones that are attacking. And so that this woman and child have a chance to escape. And they, at the end of the movie, end up at the survivor colony kind of thing. So the alternate ending, which um, I can't remember if they did the alternate ending and it tested badly or it was too kind or not gory enough or whatever. But in the alternate ending, and this is how the new one is going to start, is that he is testing um, the cure that he has developed on this on, on a female hemocyte. And, uh, and it turns out it is the actual cure. Like it's because he's tried it like hundreds of times and it, they always die or they, they get cured and then they die. Well, in this case, the woman did not die. And, um, but she is the wife slash girlfriend slash lover slash partner slash whatever of the main villain, the main hemocyte in the, in New York city in Manhattan. And, um, and so that guy's like, that guy's trying to get at him and trying to get back his girlfriend or whatever. And as a compromise, they, I don't remember how it was negotiated. Cause again, it was an alternate ending. So I've only seen it like once. Um, he negotiates a truce with them that he will turn her back into the zombie kind of thing and then give her back if they allow them safe passage through. And so like the commander, the leader, whatever of the zombie hemocyte things says, like there's no English involved. It just like hisses and stuff. But he basically tells all of the others, leave these guys alone. And so they kind of split. And as they're walking, they're getting hissed at and stuff, but they're allowed safe passage to leave. And then they go to the survivor colony. 
that's how so will smith is going to survive and i guess michael b jordan is one of the other survivors or maybe he's the boy i bet that's what it is i bet he's the boy who is with um the woman anna i think was her name it's all coming back to me now um the uh no i don't think i was it a boy or was it a daughter maybe i don't remember it as well as i think i do but anyway so they allow and so this is in the future and will smith is in it and all that stuff and you know what say what you want about will smith i am actually a fan of most of his work most most movies and tv shows that he has been in i enjoy greatly um i liked i like his um, music i think it's fun it's inventive, all of those kinds of things. And so I don't know what's up with all of the rest of it, but uh, like his personal stuff. But then also I like um, Jada Pinkett Smith has the uh, that Red Table Talk on Facebook um, that she's on with her mother and her daughter. Uh, what's the daughter's name? It's like River or something like that. I can't think of what it's na what her name is. But anyway, it's like three generations, and they they have like these honest conversations, and it's actually a fascinating show. They had Bobby Brown talking about Whitney. They've talked about um, interracial adoption. They've talked about homosexuality. They've talked about all these heavy topics. And Will Smith was even on there talking about like his moment. Get your get my wife's name out of your motherfucking mouth or whatever he said. Yes, and then he slapped. Um, what's his name but the anyway um willow smith yes mom that is his name willow smith or her name rather um and then Jaden is the son i believe or is Jaden a they now i can't remember i know Jaden has some gender fluidity or something like that but who doesn't right um oh carrie's watching hey carrie um oh so back to what we were talking about movies to not watch or things that don't watch a plane crash thing right before you get on an airplane todd loves doing that don't watch jaws at the beach todd did that to our kids too we were in galveston at, at point west there rented a condo and was watching jaws at the beach and and aaron's like don't watch the or he goes i like to watch titanic before going on a cruise <laughs> uh there was totally room for jack on that raft yes so it's good rehearsal I don't know. Do they still do the muster things on cruises? So when we were on, so we were on a cruise uh, in July, as you may remember, we went to Alaska and they were doing a virtual muster. So basically we, we didn't have to all congregate like, like early cruises that I did early in my life, like in our, my twenties, you would have to actually go to a bar or, or a certain restaurant or a certain spot on the, uh, uh, in the lobby or whatever and that was like your muster group and you had to then know where the life jackets were and you had to go and you had to know which boat you were getting on so you basically reenacted if you've never been on a cruise it blows your mind the first time you basically you're you are practicing what to do in case the boat starts to go down and you have to evacuate right um well on the celebrity cruise that we took in july which i think this was i don't know if this is a COVID thing or not but our muster was we had to we did a virtual muster, so you had to turn on your TV to a certain channel, you had to watch like the procedures, and you have to acknowledge that you did them, or maybe it was in the app. Actually, I think it was in the app on your phone. You had to acknowledge certain things. It's like doing defensive driving. They made you watch a video. You couldn't pause it or stop it or anything like that. You had to watch it all the way through and, and respond in a timely manner. And then we did have to go to like. 
we had to go to the restaurant that was our muster station. But somehow with like GPS, it knew that we had gone there. And then from there, we had to go to the boat number that where our boat was assigned to, our safety boat. And it somehow, again, via GPS, knew that we were there or near it. So um, I don't know how they do it on ships now, though. I mean, I, again, I don't know if that was just a special thing for uh, COVID or what. But anyway, so anyway, so those are the two things that I'm excited about coming up on TV and the movies. The Malaysia Airlines docuseries about where it is, what it is, what it did. And then I Am Legend 2. And I didn't see when I Am Legend 2 is coming out. I just saw that they finally acknowledged. So it got green-lighted a while ago, but that they're finally starting to make it. So um, Garrett is saying, Muster is such a buzzkill immediately on day one. I know it is. And it's kind of scary a little bit also. Because um, think about it. It's probably, you're going to be doing that. I mean, I guess there is some there there is merit to rehearsing it so that everyone knows what they're in for. But uh, it'd be my luck that they would all happen in the middle of the night and I'd be in my pajamas and uh, cold, probably drunk or coming off of being drunk. Um, so and then the other two. So there's two other shows that we're watching right now or movies also that we're watching that I've liked that I wanted to tell you all about. So if you've not seen You People and I don't remember what platform it was on, I think it was Netflix or it might be Amazon. It's called You People. It has Jonah Hill in it, who is um, wants to get married to his black girlfriend. And then the parents, who are um, Eddie Murphy, and I can't remember the woman's name, is the parents, and they're in Inglewood, California. Um, and they're getting married, uh, or, and they're very militant, like uh, kind of Black Panther, uh, Malcolm X, um, uh, uh, is it uh, Muslim? Is that what they are? I think that's what they are. Um, and he wears the little, the hat thing and all that kind of stuff. And so, um, and then uh, Jonah Hill's parents are played by um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus and um, David Duchovny. And they are like so aggressively woke, but not like, it, it's kind of like, uh, like they 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 want to make sure that black people know that they know black things. Like like they're just so like they want to make sure. So it's it's just it's so cringe. But also I love Jul Julia Louis Dreyfus and she does that cringe thing better than anybody else. It is so good. Um, now I'm not. It's probably not going to get an Academy Award or anything. But it is a cute movie. It gets a little preachy in moments and such. But uh, oh, and they're Jewish also in it too. So it is a Jew. So not only is it white and black, it's also a Jew and a Muslim marrying each other. So, um, and uh, it is uh, um, a cute movie, though. Mom thinks it's on Netflix. So, um, and then we're also watching a show, which I don't know what we're watching on Netflix, but I do not know what network it originally aired on. But it's called New Amsterdam. And I don't even know if it's still in the air, but it's a it's a medical show. And... Um, it is sort of like Grey's Anatomy in a way. It's kind of like, but it's a it's a poor public hospital instead of a ritzy uh, uh, like private hospital like uh, Seattle Grace was. I don't know if that actually was a public hospital or not, but the um, so it's a cute movie. There's multiple seasons of it. Um, everybody's pretty in it. There's this one actress in it who I don't know her name, but she's like number two in charge. 
And she is a black British woman with these gorgeous braids. And she walks everywhere like Carrie Washington. She does kind of that bouncy walk. And I just love that character. Todd likes to show more than I do. I don't, I watch like every third episode. I'm not a TV or despite all of this conversation about stuff, I don't, I don't have like, my must see TV is RuPaul's Drag Race and The Amazing Race and CBS Sunday Morning. That Those are the only things that I religiously watch. Um, although I'm like, I've not watched CBS Sunday Morning in a number of weeks, but the, uh, uh, I, Todd watches stuff and I kind of flit in in and out of the room or I'm listening to it while I'm cooking dinner or whatever. Um, and then the other show I wanted to talk about, I wanted to get y'all's opinion on this. So it's a show that everyone claims is the greatest ever. They can't wait for another one to come out. It's so good. And based on all, everything I told you about liking I Am Legend, you would think I would like this show, but I don't at all. It's called The Last of Us. And y'all know what it is. The Last of Us. I just cannot get into this show. I do not like it. I find it boring. I find it slow. I find the episodes way too long. I don't find it very creative. I feel like they belabor every point. The only one that... So I've seen the first four episodes. So I've watched the first two and thinking that, okay, first one is always bad because you got to set up the plot line and all that kind of stuff, right? And then the second one, I think I just watched it because it was on. And then the third one, I started to watch. I love, I, I finished it. The third one is a fantastic episode. It is gorgeous. It's well told. And I think the reason I like it, it is actually not anything about the rest of it. It is, it is like a standalone episode that is a, like has like 1% of the DNA of the whole rest of the show. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous show. Um, and... Uh, Carrie's like, oh, what is it with this show? The last Carrie, you wouldn't like it. It's science fiction. It's it's zombies. It's apocalyptic. All that kind of stuff. But I, I say that, and you might actually love it. But the um, uh, and and so and then so we watched the the next. So I was like, okay, well maybe they're turning a page. Maybe episode three is where it gets good. And then after that, so I watched episode four. Nope, not good. I did not like it. And I know you're gonna. I know. Uh, oh, you're saying, oh, F that, not my jam. Yeah, I know what you don't like, Carrie. Um, but everyone else is just raving about it. Like, I'm surprised you don't have FOMO about that because it is, it's the show that everyone is wanting to watch right now. They're even spoofing it on Saturday Night Live and stuff. Um, but so I'm done with it. Like, I'm like, no, I'm just, I keep wanting to know what people see in it that they like so much. Um, the other thing on this last episode, if you've seen, and actually I think there's five out now. I think I've watched the first four. The other thing is, yeah, I know that's the case because I did not watch this week's and cause we were in Las Vegas. Um, the other thing is that in the fourth episode, the commander lady of the, how do you call them the resistance? I'm not sure what you would call them. She was like in charge and I'm like, why would anyone follow her? Like she has no gravitas. She has no um, uh, uh, <laughs> sense of, of leadership. She has no, she has a mousy voice. She, you'll recognize the actress immediately. And she only plays mousy characters. I don't know why she is in this as the leader. But anyway, are y'all watching it? Comment please. If you're watching it. And <clears throat> um, back to the cruise thing. Garrett is saying that 
a friend on a non-all-gay cruise. Oh, so not an all-gay cruise, a non-all-gay cruise ported yesterday in Mexico next to an all-gay cruise. Oh, yeah, because there's the the uh, Vekea gay cruise that is right now, and it's on Celebrity, one of the Celebrity ships, because <clears throat> um, I know a lot of people on that one. So a non-gay cruise ported next to an all-gay cruise and noticed a sling set up. Oh, shit. <laughs> a sling set up on an upper floor balcony. Can you imagine bouncing off into the ocean? Oh my God. I know. So yes, that is insane. So first of all, getting crazy and like falling off into the ocean, that would be terrible. I don't know if I would rather die in the ocean or, or die of embarrassment of then having to call like the boat 911 or whatever it is to come up there and not have enough time to have changed out of, or I assume you put a costume of some sort on if you're doing the sling, like maybe at least a leather thing. I'm such a goody-goody and such a naive person about stuff like that. Even when I, like, if I need a little bit of um, art films, if you will, it's like the plainest vanilla of vanilla that I watch. Like, uh, I am not into, you know, you'll be, you'll be, browsing occasionally and this is probably way too much information uh especially with my mother watching but you're you're like looking online twitter is twitter's where i do it i don't need that much time but you're like sort of and you're like hot 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 fisting oh god no hot 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 uh and then it's like some sort of thing on their face nope nope don't need a ball gag why are you doing that why are you putting two of them in there like no all of the too much for me um, so I cannot even imagine. And yes, that was way too much information. I just, uh, uh, oh, good. Thanks, mom. I'm glad. <laughs> uh, Sam just wants to see that it is so beautiful. And here's the thing about episode three. If you don't want to watch episode one and two, episode three is completely independent of it. Like there's a couple of references. Like you have to know that they're in an apocalyptic situation. Eh, okay. And, um, you have to uh, uh, know that uh, uh, there's like a, a moment where like two people come. Sorry, I got a text that distracted me a little bit. There's a moment where there is um, uh, uh, like these two people that come and visit. They're characters from the other episodes, but it's completely irrelevant to why, how they're there. Um, so yeah, you could literally just watch episode three and enjoy episode three and not have to watch any of the rest of the show. Cause episode three is gorgeous. I was crying. It's beautifully done. It is poignant. Uh, it's gay. I don't, I may have spoiled something for you there. I doubt it. But, um, uh, so anyway, the, uh, Carrie's laughing. I'm assuming keep in mind there's a 20 second delay. So sometimes I say things and then move on and forget, but yes. Um, uh, and she does have FOMO about The Last of Us, but I've just sealed it. Yeah, there's don't waste your time, Carrie. And they're super long episodes. Like the first one's like an hour and 20 minutes. I'm like, that's what movies used to be. I don't want to watch a series that's an hour and 20 minutes. So anyway, and the last thing I have on my card today is to give you all an update on um, what's happening with, as I taught, said on the broadcast the other day, is... Todd and I got upgraded to first class on our flight on Saturday morning, and the kids did not. And we're going to Pasadena, California to visit 
my new uh, little nephew Adler and Todd's sister and brother-in-law. And uh, uh, I was curious, I was debating on how we were going to break it to them that they were going to be in coach and we were going to be in first class and kind of scared of Claire a little bit because she can be a, like crazy about stuff like this. Um, and turns out Todd told them already. Todd told them and I'm like, oh, it's on the telenate. I would be terrible at pig Latin. <laughs> um, the, uh, and as I expected, Claire was beside herself. No, that is not happening. One of you is going to take, no, uh-uh. I refuse. I refuse. I'm going to make a scene. I'm like, yeah, whatever. So, uh-huh. Yeah, see you, kids, to steerage with you. Exactly. And it's an American Airlines jet to Los Angeles. Like, it's not like this. is. And I think they're in a uh, premium economy or, or business extra or whatever they call it anyway. I know they're in like row 10. So they're even they're even in the good seats. They're in seats that they don't even need the leg room for, but they're getting it. And I think they get free snacks. If you're in that section, I think you get free snacks and free booze. Not that they're drinking booze yet, but still. Anyway, so there's... There's not going to be any update on Tuesday about that because I will not be here Monday because um, we're flying back on Monday. But anyway, all righty, let me look through the comments real quick because I need to get to getting because we're leaving in like 10 minutes to go go to this all-county spelling bee. Um, so, all right, it might be fun for them. An adventure, right? I know. They've flown all by themselves before. They had to fly from Charlotte to Dallas. When, when da Todd and I had covid Right. And so they missed the first week of school because they were at their grandparents and we kept them there for a week. And we at once we were I was out of quarantine. Todd was not. Um, we flew them back uh, independently through a storm at that. Um, and they they did it. So um, tell Claire she's got to cut her teeth first. Oh, my God. Not even main cabin economy. Shut the fuck. Sit down and shush. Yeah, exactly. My kids are spoiled. I'm not gonna lie. Um, when they're spoiled because I refuse to not be spoiled myself. So I bring them with me to my experiences and it's ruining it for them. So, all righty. Well, with that, I'm going to say bye. I love you. It's important to know you were loved. I love that you watched this. Thank you so much for my daily dose of uh, external processing therapy. Um, I should be here tomorrow. So take care of yourself. Don't should yourself to death. And I'll see you tomorrow at 430 for another episode of Cooped Up Live. Should I say, talk to you later. Bye.